Good morning. to everybody. We're learning this morning in the schools of Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak ben Simachasya for four Shalema for Nisis. The Sikha is on Parshas Hazinu. Aleph. Shiras Hazinu. So the Parsha Hazinu is called Ashira, a song. Himin Hashira Shahayu Halavim Oymi Beves Hamikdash. Keshira Ala Korban. Parshas Hazinu is one of the Shiras that the Levim would sing in the Beis Hamikdash <coughs> that accompanied the bringing of a Korban. And in his laws concerning the Karbanos that were brought on a regular basis and the Musafin, the, the additional Karbanos that were brought on Shabbos and Yom Tif, the Rambam writes as follows. The Musafin Shabbos, in the Musaf, in the additional Karban that was brought on Shabbos, Aymim Shiras Ha'azinu, the Levim would say Ha'azinu, the Cholkin Aysel Prakim, and they would divide this Parsha into six parts, and the acrostic for the six parts, for where it begins and where it ends, is Haziv Lach. The Psukim start with those letters, He, Zayin, Yud, Vav, Lamit, and Chav. Kederech Shekoyen Oysa Shisha Beves In the same way that it's divided into six aliyahs and read in the Shul. V'tzarech Lohavin. The Rebbe says we have to understand. Halaytechna Shal Shiraz Hazinu Hu if you look objectively at Shiraz Hazinu, at Parshas Hazinu, in the main, these are words of rebuke. And this idea that um, that that it's a chidush that a shira should be filled with teichacha is even discussed in halacha, and the idea that a shira should be should be Full of, full of good news and positivity is discussed. Like the Rambam writes in his halachas concerning tefillah, when you go to read the Torah, we try that it should begin with something positive, it should end with something positive. But the exception is Parshas Hazinu. The first Aliyah ends with the words, remember the days of old, and then the Rebbe says that the Rambam, he delineates in detail the parts of the Parsha that are read, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Messiah, and the Rambam uh, concludes, and he says, And why do we stop or pause at these concepts? So why do we... Why do we why do we say these things? Why do we read these things? In order to arouse the nation to Tshuva. So this really makes it more difficult to understand. L'chaira seemingly 
techacha v'shira harehin shnei nyanim shenim. The idea of rebuke and the idea of a song are two completely different things. Not only are they two completely different things, af hofchim, they are diametrically opposing zemizah, this from that. So how can you at one at once call hazinu a song, a shira, and at the same time understand that its content is in the main words of rebuke? Seif Beis. Behine hatam lekach shepsuke hazinu nikru bekasuv b'shem hashira zois. So why are these verses, these psukim of hazinu, referred to in the Torah itself as hashira hazois? This song, Bier Haramban. The Ramban explains, vayikra uhu hashira. It is called a song. Ki Yisrael yemruha tamid b'shir b'simra. Because the Jews would would always say this with with song and with music musical instruments, and also it's written at a, as a song. If you look at the way that the prose is constructed, because a song is written in such a way that there are pauses in appropriate and pleasant ways. So two things. The Ramban says that it was always said with song and with and with instrumental accompaniment. And also the words themselves are written as a song, more poetic than a conventional prose. I will move on. But after we understand what the Ramban is saying, it's still understood that it's tight, that it's a stretch, that because of these reasons that the Ramban teaches that it was accompanied by song and instrumental uh, musical um, accompaniment, and also that it was written like a song, it's a stretch to say that it's only for these reasons, that this is why these psukim of the Parsha of Hazinu were established as the song that would accompany the the karbanis, the additional karbanis that were brought on Shabbos. And we can prove this from the rest of the songs that the Levim sang. That were established as a shira to be sung by the Levim, while they brought up Karbanais. And the other ones that the that Levim would, would sing when the Kaihanim brought up the Karbanais are not written in the Torah in the grammatic form of a song, of a poem, but they were said by the Levim when the Karbanais were brought up because the content of those psukim is 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 more aligned with the song. Starting with the shear that the Levim would say on the first day, to Hashem the whole world belongs. Why did they say this? Because Hashem had acquired 
and then transferred his acquisition to B'nai Yisrael, to, 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 to humanity, but he is the ruler. Until the song that the Levim used to sing on Shabbos. And they used to say because it's a day that's Kulay Shabbos or because it's the day that he rested. And then when you look at what the Levim would say in the Mincha of Shabbos, they would say, Az Yashir, and Mi Kamaycha, Vakelem Hashem. So all of these songs, conceptually, belonged in the rubric of songs, even though they're not written in the Torah as poems or songs. Vigam Hashira and even when we look at that the Torah calls Hazinu Hashira Hazais, Halay HaTargum Perush, the Targum explains, Shashira Zu Hitush Bechasa, that the Shira is filled with Hashem's praise. Asher Af Nimnisa Bein Eser Hashirais, Asher Is Amru Ba'alma Hadeh. And that's why Hazinu is reckoned as one of the ten songs that are said in this world. All of the songs recount the goodness and the kindness, the revealed kindness of Hashem. Beginning with the words that are attributed to Adam HaRishayim, that he said on that day, on that Shabbos, because Shabbos protected him from the ramifications of the sin of Eitz And that's the first song, Va'ad L'Shira Ha'asiris. And the tenth song is the song, She'yoyimu Yisrael B'Karev Mamesh B'Tiseinu Min is the song that we will all say very, very soon when we leave the Golos. So, the Rebbe is asking, how is Hazinu reckoned as a song? Yes, it's written as in poetic fashion, closer to a song. But when you compare and contrast it with all the other parts of the Torah that are called song, you see that the other parts are in revealed fashion about the goodness of Hashem and the kindness of Hashem, whereas Hazinu is in the main words of Teichacha. And so, yes, it's written as a song, but how does it really jive with idea of a shira? Gimel. Amnam, however, kriyas klolos ha-parsha b'shem shira muvenesi. But calling this parsha shira means shari hashira hazais haftacha nuvoeres bigula hasida. That this is called a song because it speaks in clear fashion about the ultimate, the, the, the future ge'ula, as is explained, as is clear at the end of the shira, and in like fashion at the very beginning. However, 
However, that's still a not enough of a good reason to call Hazinu Ashira, that the beginning talks about the Gula, the end talks about the Gula, because the way it was established was that it was not the entire Parshas Hazinu that was said with the Korban Musa of every Shabbos, but rather every Shabbos, a segment of Hazinu was said, Shisha Prakim Kulei, Perek Bechol Shabbos. There were six segments, and one was said every Shabbos. So now we're back to our question. It's not understood. It would make sense. We could understand it if you were talking about the first two segments that recount the goodness and the kindness of Hashem. And at the end also, where Hashem promises that B'nai Yisrael will not be finished, we will not be destroyed, and at the end, we'll be saychet to the Gula. So for the, for the beginning, at the end, move on, in in Hashira Shebehem. We understand how this is Hashira. But the in-between segments, the in-between segments, the main part, most of Hazinu, deals with the profound drop in greatness that B'nai Yisrael will, will experience spiritually and in the punishments that they will experience. So, so, so how can you relate to these in between the main, the, the majority of Hazinu? How can you relate to them, each segment individually as a Shira on the Shabbos when it's established to say one of those segments? It doesn't seem to be in line with the content of a Shira. Now, before the Rebbe gives us the answer, the Rebbe goes into detail to, to further deepen this question. He looks at a number of the segments, and in Ois Dalit, in Seif Dalit, he explains that there are many ways of uh, dividing it, and he goes through the difference between Rashi and the Rambam on how to divide the, the parts, the segments of Hazinu, Dalit. So we're very familiar. We just did Yaknahaz on the second night of Rosh Hashanah. So we know that there are various acrostics, and the acrostic for how the Psukim and Hazinu are divided into different segments are known by the acrostic Haziv Loch. And the Rebbe says, Yesh Kamadeus. There are a number of ways to divide this. And you could see all the details in the Cyclopedia Talmudis. And among the various opinions, the Rebbe is going to look at Rashi and the Rambam. And um, this is where having a Chumash is going to be very helpful. Lefi Perush Rashi, in accordance with how Rashi divides the Psukim, 
Vishabis Haraviz, on the fourth Shabbos in the rotation of the six Shabbosim that the segments of uh, Hazinu are divided in, Hayumatchilin. So on the on the fourth Shabbos, they would begin with a pasuk that begins with Vav. Vayar Hashem, Vayinot Begoimer. Hashem saw and was infuriated. Umisimen be and we end bilule kas ayev. So it's psukim in parak lamed beis psukim yutes to chapzayin, and it ends with the pasuk. If not for the anger at your enemies, were not for the anger that I had for the enemies, Hashem says I would have, I would have destroyed you. But but Rashi explains that Hashem didn't want the enemies to think that they won over B'nai Yisrael. So Hashem did not destroy B'nai Yisrael, even though we were deserving of this. So the Rebbe says that this fourth segment, it deals exclusively with punishment and worse to B'nai Yisrael. And the same thing is true of the fifth segment, Aliba de Perish Rashi, according to Rashi's opinion. Again, so from Pasuk of Zion, and you end with the Pasuk, Lamid Vav, Kiyodin Hashem Amai, for Hashem will judge his people. Vahare, Atkan, Heyid Aleim Moshe, Divrei Techacha. And so this is all about words of rebuke. Liyos Hashira Hazais Laeit. This song is a witness. Kishetavoy Aleim Haparanios. That this is going to serve as a witness that Hashem warned them when the when the when the when the when the retribution when the punishment comes. This song will this segment and the segments before will act as a witness that Hashem warned them. So these two parts don't seem to have any positivity at all. But Rambam, but in accordance with the Rambam's opinion, Seder HaChalukahu, Revi'i, the fourth segment, Min Bayar Hashem Bayinatz, Ad Lu Chachmoy. Beginning with the words, Hashem saw and he was infuriated, until Pasuk Yutes, if only they were wise. Lu if only they were wise. What did we gain from this? and included in this segment, Hapasuk Lule Kas Ayiv Agur, were it not for the wrath built up against your enemy. And this is Hasiba Lushlila Sakliya. And this is the reason for why B'nai Yisrael were not destroyed. And the fifth segment, min If only you were wise, ad ki esa el shemayim yadi. So it's pasuk chavtes till mem, and included in this segment, gam hapsukim ki yadin that Hashem will judge B'nai Yisrael and he will have pity on them. 
And so what do they include? These psukim, words of consolation and the Yeshua, the um, salvation of Hashem. So what do we find? That in accordance with how the Rambam divides this parsha, Ain Perak Ben Prokim, there is no segment among the six segments, Shatoichnoirak Divrei Puranus, that its content is only negative and punishment. Kigam Shnei Haprokim Emtoyim, Yesh Behem Divrei Tanchumin. Because in the way that the Rambam divides the segments, even Ravi and Hamishi, the two middle ones, also have words of consolation. Ulam, Afalpi, Kemuvan, but still, it's still understood. Shagam Ladas Rambam, Even with the, the adjustment that the Rambam makes so that the segments of Ravi and Hamishi should include some consolation, even the Rambam would conceive that is still not enough reason to call these segments Shira Lahashem. Even to the fifth, which, which seems to have more Tanchumin. Why? Because the vast majority of Psukim in this segment are words of rebuke. From the Pasuk, if only they were wise, and going further. The and how much more so the fourth parak. Because even the Pasuk where Hashem says, if not for that fact that my anger, that my wrath was built up against your enemies. So on one hand, it's saying, I'm not going to destroy you. But on the other hand, this too is Teichacha, is rebuke, Kimuvan, as is understood, Kimashmaihu, because what is the content? Sharak Mishum Kaas Oyev, it's only because of my wrath against your enemy, It's only for that reason that Hashem didn't destroy us, didn't destroy every trace of our humanity, Rahmanulislan. So the Rebbe says in Seif Hey that we might say, So here the Rebbe is going to show us how in the specificity of the Rambam's words in his halachas when he talks about what the Levim said by Musaf, he answers the question of how this could be called a shira. And the Rebbe is going to compare and contrast this to the words of the Gemara that discuss these parts of Hazinu being what the Levim would sing <clears throat> while the Musafi Shabbos were offered. So the Rebbe says like this, What does the Gemara say? The exact language of the Gemara is the Musafe de Shabbata, when the additional sacrifices of Shabbos were brought up, Mahoyu Aimrim, 
What were the Levim seeing during that time? Amar Rav Hanan, Chule Amar Rav Haziv Lach. Rav Hanan said in the name of Rav that they would sing the words of Hazinu in, in, in uh, divided according to the segment of the acrostic Haziv Lach. V'Amar Rav Hanan, Chule Amar Rav Kederach Shechalukin Kan Kach Chalukin Bebeis and the Gemara goes on to say that the way that the segments are divided here, that's how they were divided in the Beis HaKnesses. That's how we would read it when we read the Parsha. That's the, that's the words of the Gemara. But what does the Rambam say? The Rambam says in the quotes, when the Karbanis, when the Karbanis Musaf were brought up on Shabbos, you say the song of Hazinu. You divide it into the six parts of like they were divided in the Aliyas that were read in the Beis And you say one segment every Shabbos. Gamru Hashira of the Shisha Shabbasas, and when you would finish the Shira over the span of six Shabbasas, Chayzrin Laraish, you would return and begin again. You would begin the rotation again. Hare Shaharambam. So the Rebbe says, when you look at the words of the Rambam, there are two things going on. Aleph, Shina Minhagemara, he changes the verbiage from the Gemara, and Beis Bahaisif ala Gemara. And he also adds additional, in, uh, additional details that the Gemara doesn't have. What does he change? Aleph. In the things that the Rambam changes from the Gemara, Aleph, he changes Beseder and Yanim. Shed the Gemara Amru Kedera Shechalukin Khan Kachok Chalukin Beves HaKneses. Hainu Shechalukin Beves HaKneses. He Kedera Chachalukin Khan. So the first difference is that in the Gemara it says that the way that it would be read in the Beis HaKnesses was fashioned after how it was divided for the Levim to say by the Karbonis Musaf on Shabbos. Whereas the Rambam says the opposite, that what the Levim did was fashioned after the alias and how they were divided for reading in the shul. That's one difference, Bayes. The lushing. Then there is a change in the verbiage. Shebegemara isa shechalukim. The Gemara uses the um, terminology dividing. The segments are divided. And the Rambam does not use the word he uses the word that are read, that these are six segments that are read in the basic Knesset. Those are the two changes that the Rambam makes from the Gemara. Now, the Rebbe says, what does the Rambam add? Additional details to what the Gemara tells us. Aleph. First, first at the beginning when he discusses what the Levine would say, the Musafi Shabbos. 
So he adds, Aymrim Shiras Hazinu Kulay. And then he says Haziv Lach. But he begins with the words Aymrim Shiras Hazinu. But in contradistinction of the Gemara, the Gemara only says, you read Haziv Loch. And the second thing that the Rambam adds is Besium Lashonai. At the end of where he treats this subject, at the very end, he says, Gamru Hashira Bashisha Shabbasas, Chayzun When you finish to say the Shira, after six Shabbosays, you begin again, you go back to the first segment. And the Rebbe says, we might say, in these changes and in these additions, by making these subtle changes and these subtle additions, through this, the Rambam is answering the question that we asked, which is how could Hazinu be considered a shir, a shira? And, he's, and he explains like this. Shiras ha-perek shebechol Shabbos, eina shira bifnei atzma. If you look at what the Rambam did, both in the changes that he made and in the additions, the Rambam is underscoring that each segment that is said on each Shabbos is not a shira for itself. Perek shira nifra lemusaf pratizeh. It's not that this particular shira, this particular segment of the shira, is individual and is reckoned as its own thing. Ella, but rather the musafe Shabbos. But rather, remember how the Rambam began and he said, Every Shabbos by Musaf, when they brought up the additional sacrifice, the Levim would say, What does that mean? I knew this means. That although only one segment was said, only one segment was sung, but it was all Shiraz Ha'azinu. He called Haprokim Chetza Echadheim, Shiraz Ha'azinu. Because every segment is part of one Chetza, one larger thing. And what is that larger thing? Ha'azinu. The angels Ella Shadin Shira Bemusafe Shabbos Al Hagavra Halavim Hu Perak Echad. But what it is is that the din of how the person says Shira, the Gavra, the Levim, the din was that they said one Perak each Shabbos. So in every mitzvah, there's the Chetza, the thing with which you do the mitzvah, and there's the Gavra, there's the person that's doing it. So the Rebbe says that what the Rambam is explaining to us. Inter Aliyah in how he explains the the carbon the, the Shira by adding those words Shiras Hazinu, he is teaching us that each segment is related to not independently, but rather as part of a whole. And that when you say that segment, it's actually like you're saying the whole. Sivoy Echadu. 
al kol sheish hashabasos. And the Rambam is also underscoring that this commandment, this tivoy, to say this shira, is a commandment on all six shabbasais. So again, it's one whole thing. And that's why the Rambam adds and underscores the Chalkim Oisay Lashisha Prakim Hazivlach Kederach Shekayin Oisay Shisha Beveis Hakneses. Now we understand why did the, why did the Rambam change it from the Lashon of the Gemara, and he added that it's divided to six segments Hazivlach in the same way that it's read in the Beis Hakneses. And how is it read in the Beis Hakneses? The whole parsha is read at, together. And so in the style of what the Rambam did, he's not underscoring the divisions, but rather that this is a command for one whole Kriya. He's saying that you do it just like it's done in the base Knesset. How is it done there? Yes, it's divided in six segments, but it's all one Kriya. It's a Kriya of Hazinu. So in like fashion, when it was sung by the Levian in the base Hamikdash in six segments, but it was six segments that are part of one Shira. Shiras Hazino, but you say one one segment every Shabbos, and therefore a masai efshar loimash and iskayma mirus hashira b'musafei Shabbos. When can you say that this mitzvah or this commandment was completed? Kasher gomru hashira b'shisha Shabbosos. Only when when the whole shira was completed. After six Shabbos. So once we understand what the Rambam explains to us, that the din of this Shira here is not that you say every Shabbos a different segment, one of the six of Haziv Lach. Give me one second. Sorry, one second. I'm just trying to fix this. Okay. You hear me? All good? Okay. So the Rambam is explaining that it's not that you say it as separate segments, but you say it as one. So the Chep is explaining why does the Rambam go back and say that when you finish six Shabbosos, you go back to the first one? Because if he wouldn't say that, you might think there might be a kosal kidaita, there might be a spara that you have to say one parak every Shabbos, but you could say any parak. Lab davka, that you have to say it in this order, and after six, you have to go back to the beginning. 
Oh, Tip is telling me that there's no video. Let me see if I can fix this. Um, I'm in the car and I'm on my phone and I don't have technological prowess. I'm afraid if I fix something, I'm going to ruin it more. So as long as you can hear me, it's good. Okay. Ella, I am a furious Hazinu Kula Kehativa Achas. But what the Rampa wants to underscore is that you say Shiraz Hazinu as one whole thing. Al Kain, Kehem Shakhdibe Rambam, Gomru Hashira, Bashish Shabbasais, Chayzrin Leraish Dafka. So that's why the Rambam adds, the Gemara does not say this, that when you finish six weeks, you go back to the beginning because he wants to underscore that the whole hazinu is one thing, one thing, one thing. Okay. Up until this point, if I could um, be so brash as to wager that a lot of people are thinking like, okay, all right, all right. But this is not a sikh I would have learned that myself. It wasn't part of the project. But take heart. Vav. Now the Rebbe is going to explain what is the Nikuda Mishutefet, what is the um, the single idea that runs through the whole Parshas Hazinu that turns the whole thing into Ashira. So the Rebbe says, the Rebbe says that all the details of the Shira, inclusive of the rebuke that deals with the sins and the punishments, but all of it expresses and explains not only what it says at the very beginning of the Shira in Pasuk Dalid, that Hashem is a complete rock. All of his ways are just. Hashem is a God that we can rely on, uh, uh, a, a um, faithful God. And there is nothing that is crooked. Tzadik v'yashahu, Hashem is 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 a tzaddik and a straight one. Shepazet eikidei la'ayra simcha gloria b'shira v'hidaya. And uh, this part doesn't so much arouse revealed simcha. Ella, but rather, as kol ha-me'urais ha-ayvim al-bnei Yisrael, afilu elu ha-nirim kehefach But rather, what this teaches us is that all of the incidents, everything that was going to occur to B'nai Yisrael, including those that do not appear to be good, they appear to be the opposite of good. Na'asim al tachlis achas. They are done by Hashem for one reason only. Hagaula ha'mitis v'hashlema ba'achres hayamim the complete and true geula that will come at the end of days. Kilomar, this is to say, kol inyonim elu, in shlavim, all of the things that are included in hazinu, 
including the things that don't appear to be good. They are different phases. In the trajectory of elevations that bring us to the shlemos of the good that we will that we will experience. And through all of these different stages and phases, Hashem will be revealed, His kingship will be revealed in a complete way. So I think there's an expression that says, it will be good at the end, and if it's not good, it's not the end. So the Rebbe is saying that everything in Hazinu is part of a shira. How can you call it part of a shira? Because it's all shlavim, it's all stages and phases to bring us to the Geula Hashlem. But the Rebbe says, but we still need to understand. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, good. So it's all part of something good. But why does it have to be divided in six parts? In other words, why wasn't something else chosen for the Levium to say in six parts? Where you would see in more manifest fashion that it has to do with something that could be called a Shira. And here the Rebbe offers his explanation, a chidush, al pipnimius and yanim. And the Rebbe says like this, Shahashira b'musafei Shabbos, he behetem l'shira b'sheshes yimei ha-shavua. We're going to understand this when we see the correlation. We see how the six parts of Hazinu line up against the six shiras that the Jew, that the, the VM used to say every day of the week and that we say the shir shalyayim now. Uva hasbara b'zeh. And the Rebbe says, I'm going to explain it. So let's look now at what we say every day of the week. We say, To Hashem belongs the world and everything that fills it. On the second day, we say, Hashem is great and he is greatly praised. And in these shiras, in these, in these, Prakei uh, Tehillim, that Levim used to say as a shira, that we say as a shir shalyayim, Aiskim binyanim, apolais, hamivatim, umagalim, elapuz, vivriya ba'ilam. They deal with concepts and things that Hashem did that express and reveal elapuz, vivriya, godliness in the creation of the world. Ach b'shavas, sheba shavas mikol malachtai, and then on Shabbos, on which Hashem rested from all of his works, what does it mean Hashem rested? That Elokus is higher than the works, quote-unquote, it's higher than Bria. The Gilui Elokus on Shabbos is Mitzad Vitaira and Yisrael, that are the two reasons and the two things that preceded the world. And so the Lukus that is mayor on Shabbos is higher than Bria. 
כשם שבשירה להשם בנגיע לענייני הבריאה יש שישה מזמורים בשישה שמי השבוע. And just like there are six מזמורים that, that are said on the six days of the week, על דרך זה וכאין זה, so in like fashion, parallel to this, ישישה פרוקים בענייני הסגלוסוי של הקדוש ברוך הוא ביחס לישראל ושייכוסם לתירה. So there are six segments that deal with the revelation of Hashem vis-a-vis B'nai Yisrael and their shaykhus to Torah. Asher zehu kol teichen hashira. This is the content of shiras hazinu. Ubeloshen hakasav. And like the Torah says there, lemantia li hashira hazais le'ed b'nai Yisrael. This whole Shira Pahazinu is a witness for me with B'nai Yisrael. And this Shira will be a, a witness because it will never be forgotten from the mouths of the children of B'nai Yisrael. And now the Chabah parallels a few. On the first day, On Sunday, the Levim used to say, Why? Because Hashem, Shekona, Tehikna, Vishalid, Bailamai. Because Hashem acquired the world as it were. Then he transferred its ownership to, to, to humanity, Vishalid, Bailamai. And he is the owner of the world. So the content of the Shir Shalyoim that the Levim said on Sunday is that Hashem is the owner of the world. And he is its uh, he is its master. And when you look into the first segment of Azinu, the content of the first segment of Azinu is about Bnei Israel and the Torah. It says, May my teachings drip as rain. I'm giving, I'm saying for you the Torah that I gave to B'nai Yisrael, which is, which is the elixir of life forever. And like the Pasuk at the end of the segment, He is your father and master. He made you and established you. That the very existence of B'nai Yisrael is connected with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The second day, B'sheni, Hayu Aymin, Gadol Hashem, Umuhulo Ma'ayit. The second day, the Levim would say, Hashem is great and He is greatly praised. Be'ir Alekenu Har Kachay, in the city of God, on His holy mountain. And what do we say in Hazinu? Shechilek Masa, he distinguished his creations, he separated his, his creations, and he reigned over them. And this teaches about Hashem's revelation within creation. And parallel to this, we say in the second segment of Hazinu, that Hashem separated the nations 
to parallel the amount of Jews. Hashem established the um, different Amin to parallel how many, how many there are in Bnei Yisrael. B'nei Yisrael are distinguished from all the other nations. Because B'nei Yisrael took upon themselves Hashem's Torah, Hashem's reign, Hashem's yoke. And in that segment, we talk about the many great chasadim and kindnesses that Hashem did for Bnei Yisrael, Dover hamivate umabia biyoser shees kigodal Hashem umhula ma'ed. That which we say in the Shir Shalayim that Hashem is great and He is greatly praised. What is said in the Shir Shalayim of the third day? Bishlishi hayu oimin elakim nitzav ba'adas kel the care of elakim yishpait. Hashem stands. In, in the Ada, in the midst of the judges, he judges. What does this show? So the, the shear of, of the third day, of Tuesday, is a shear that speaks to the Indian of Elohim, which is always about givura and helam, obfuscation. In, in addition to the fact that the Shem Elohim is always a name that is associated with Mogain Venirtek, the Shem Havaya, that is a cover and a veil and a shield for the Shem Havaya. Kemosha Kosov, like it says in Tilim, Kishemesh Mogain Hashem Elohim, Vizel Shelekim Bikamatria Teva, Hainushahu Master Al Or Shem Havaya Shalemaila Mehateva. So Hasidus explains on the Pasuk that the Shem Havaya speaks to what Lemaila Mehateva and the Shem Elikim, which is the gematria of the word Hateva, has the same gematria, connotes that which obfuscates the Havaya, the, the obfuscates the higher level, the revealed level, and this is the, the level that we call Elikim, it's obfuscated by Teva. And Hasidus explains that Teva is because the Shem Hashem is sunken, Tubu is sunken in, in this shield, in the shroud, in this cover, in this container, in this veil. So on top of the fact that Elikim always connotes all of this, Harehadavar Mutgash because of Zeh, but the idea is further underscored in this pasuk. like the Gemara explains, that these words that Hashem stands, he al shem shagila eretz That this comes to teach that Hashem revealed the earth through His chachma, and He prepared the planet for His people. What happened when Hashem created the world? There was at once a revelation, Alma Dizgalia. There was a revealed world, Min HaHelem, Alma Dizgasia, that came out of the concealed world. What happens in the concealed world? 
the Hanifraim Shabbalma discuss here, betalim bimkairam bedugmas dogim shabayal. Because everything in the world that is concealed is, is um, consumed and subsumed in the makar, in the orb, just like fish are betalim to the water of the yam. And so when the Abishra did this, Memelin is So there was at once a revelation that we become something, that there's a world that you can see. And at the same time, this is a world that obfuscates Miloshan Artius. And so to parallel what we say, what the Levium said, and what we say in the Shir Shalyayim. So what does the third segment of Hazinu deal with? It deals with the ways in which there's a helem on godliness in B'nai Yisrael. The last pasuk of that segment deals with forgetting your creator. What happens in Ravi? And the fourth day, Hashem, the God of vengeance, God of vengeance appear. And it's explained what happened on the fourth day. Shabara Chama Ulevana Vaasid Lifare Meavdehen. Hashem created the sun and the moon, and in the future he's going to punish the worshippers. And parallel with what we say in the Shir Shalyayim on the fourth day, what the Levim used to say in the Beis HaMikdash on the fourth day, the Perak Revi shall shiras Hazinu. What do we find in the fourth segment of Hazinu? There's a discussion of the punishment and the retribution that would befall B'nai Yisrael. Bechamishi, what is well? What did the Levim say on the fifth day? They said, "Harninu lelekim uzenu hariu leleke yakeiv." Sing joyously to Hashem, who is our strength. Sing to the God of Yakeiv. Obeperek chamishi hayo aimrim, and what's in the fifth part of Hazinu? Tanchumim sheyavoyu alehim. In the fifth part, we find already. The consolation that will come upon B'nai Israel, Hamivim Harninu, and the consolation leads us to sing joyously. Joyously, On the sixth day, the Levim said, and we say, Hashem has reigned. He donned His Majesty. Hashem donned His strength. And to parallel this, in the sixth segment of Hazinu, we deal with the Geula Ba'achas Hayamim. When Hashem's Malchus will be revealed in all of its strength. So there's this expression that you come to learn and you end up teaching. So based on this, no, you come to teach and you end up learning. Sorry. So 
so to go back to the Rebbe's thesis, just like all uh, what the Rebbe's thesis that that he says we learn from the words of the Rambam. So just like all the segments of Azinu are one, al derech zin yani hashira shebechol echad misheish shivas yimei shavua yimei hamaisa einim rak shiras mizmarim b'fnei atzmam shir meyucha lechol yoyim elapulam yoytsim shira achas shleima. So just like this is true about Hazinu, that each segment is part of something larger, so we can now learn that the same is true about the shira that the Levim said every day and the shira that we say every day today. And so based on this, we have to say that when we look at the shira of the fourth day, that is all about the God of a vengeance appear. That, that the Gemara says that Hashem, that this, that this alludes to the fact that Hashem created the sun and the moon and that he will punish those that served it. That this too should not be related to in and of itself as speaking about future punishments. But it's part of, it's a detail of the, the shiras of all the days of the week. That every part of this is leading up to what we read about on the sixth day, Hashem's complete revelation. In many years, inclusive of this year, and it is this year as well, we read Hazinu on Shabbos Shuvah. So if this is a Parsha that we read very often on Shabbos Shuvah, we have to conclude from this that it is a parsha that has a very essential connection to tshuva. The Rambam says that we that we stop on these concepts because this rebuke leads the nation to tshuva. And therefore, so this is true in general about the whole Hazino, then it's specifically true that it underscores and it, it, it alludes to the specific Indian of Tshuva that is distinct to Shabbos Tshuva. And to all of the Yemei Teshuvah in general. The difference between the tshuva that is done during the every day and the tshuva that is done on Shabbos is During the days of the week, the tshuva that we do is considered the lower level of tshuva. And 
And the, the tshuva of Shabbos is the higher level of tshuva. So the Chabba says the same difference between the tshuva of the six days of the week to the tshuva of Shabbos every week. This is the same difference between the tshuva of Asheris Yimei Tshuva and the tshuva that is done all the days of the year. Because every day of the year, in general, it's a tshuva tata. And during that seresimei tshuva, the main Indian of tshuva is the Indian of the higher level of tshuva. I'm sorry, and it's well known and I've explained a number of times, And the Rebbe says, and when does the whole Indian of Tshuva Ilah come to its crescendo? It's during the Shabbos Tshuva. And and what's the difference between tshuva tata and tshuva ilah? She tshuva tata ba'al yidei leiv mishpar benitka. That tshuva tata is about what you did in the past. It's about your sins. It's about your wrongdoings. It's about your deficits. And it comes through a broken, shattered heart. V'hiba'ifin shel merirus. And it's with bitterness. And tshuva ilah is a tshuva that a person is catapulted into because they want to unite with Hashem's greatness. So their knowledge of Hashem gives them, and, and the fact that they can connect with Hashem is the union of simcha rabba. And this idea of tshuva ilah is alluded to in Shiraz Hazino. Shiraz du kailelas inyanay shehein teichacha kadeshi yachzura am betshuva. Yes, it's true that this Shira Hazino includes concepts that are concepts of rebuke that are meant to prod us in the direction of tshuva. Avo mi'idach gisa, but on the other hand, in the craze b'shem shira, ha'azinu is referred to as a song. And the levim would say this as a song on the korban musaf on Shabbos, and it would be accompanied with singing and with uh, musical instruments. The shir who inyan shall simcha, and a shir is always inyan of simcha. And for this reason, Halacha says that you only say a shir when you have wine. Because it says about wine, that wine gladdens Hashem and people. And this is so much so the case 
that a shira has to do with simcha, that according to one opinion, we learn this whole idea from the Pasuk, Hashem says you went into Golos because you didn't serve Hashem with Simcha Batum Levav. And the Gemara says, What is called an Avoida from the heart that is with joy and with gladness of heart? This is a Shira. Tess. Habir now. The above mentioned ex- explanation, Shashira's Hazina Hazinu in Yana Chuva Ilah, that the that this parsha, Shira's Hazinu, is correlated with the Indian of Chuva Ilah, the higher level of Chuva, who behetem letechen parshas Hazina Hazinu Kipshuta. It is in consonance with the content of this parsha, the simple content of this parsha. The, the commandment to write as Hashira Hazois Kipshutai, that would be the mitzvah to write a Sefer Torah, was in order that this Torah should be a witness. So it comes out that this Shira is considered the part that effectuates in B'nai Yisrael the Chayus to keep all the Torah mitzvahs. Because Hashira Hazois, those words, refers both to this parsha. And it refers to the whole Torah. Because this is underscored in the Pasuk that says, and write for yourselves. And the Torah calls it the Torah calls the Torah Hashira. That although our Chachamim learned out of this Pasuk, the mitzvah to write a Sefer Torah, Mikol Mokim, but still in all, Harihadavar Nemar Beloshin Hashira Hazais, but the term Hashira Hazais is used, Asher Pshutah Shal Mikra Koyel Shiraz Hazitu. So in the Pshutah Shal Mikra, the words Hashira Hazais refers to Hazinu. Bahainu Lafi Shashira Zu, Hia Edus Hanaisenus Kiyom Bechayis Bechalatera. Because this Shira is the witness that gives um, eternal standing and chayus and, and enthusiasm in all of the Torah. <clears throat> and therefore, it's called Hashira Hazais. V'yesh Leimar, and the Chabba says, we might even say, Shahadavar near Mazgam Bikach, that this is also alluded to in the fact, Shashira's Hazino, Kula Nechlelas Beparsha Achas, that Hazina, Hazinu is all in one parsha, but after Perak Echad, it's actually in one Perak. Which Perak? Lamid Beis, Leif. Hamirames al kol hatayra. Kiyadua shatayra matkila bebeis, bereshis, or mistayemes belamid laene kol Yisrael, Leif. So the Rebbe says that this is further alluded to. That Hazinu could be seen as the that the like you could call it the whole Torah Hashira's, sorry, that it's all 
in one parsha. Most of it is in one parak, parak lamed beis. And if you want to look at footnote eighty-three, the Rebbe says, because you might be thinking this in your head, Yedua hashakel It's known. This is a well-known discussion about who divided the prokim, and there's a lot of um, understanding that it was actually the prokim were divided by goyim. So why should we find in it a remiss to anything? But since this was divided like this and it was it was publicized throughout the generations by great Sadiqim, so it becomes part of Tyra, and therefore we could take an illusion from this. That is late, and more. And so what do we learn about this Shira that parallels the physical heart? Just like the vivifying factor of the entire body is the heart. So is the whole Torah dependent on Shira's Hazinu. That is the witness. This is considered the heart of the whole Torah. And this is the concept of tshuva, specifically tshuva ila. It's a very interesting expression. That it doesn't mean physical material tshuva me'averes. The Rebbe is calling tshuva that we do on averes a physical tshuva. El Hashem. But then there's spiritual tshuva. There's tshuva as it is a way of serving Hashem. Avedas ha'odam lahashiv es ha'nefesh l'mkayr v'sharsha v'davkabay like the Alta Rebbe says in the Torah it's a of a person to return his soul to its source. And to cleave to its source. And when you do tshuva like this, this avayda is what gives substantiality. It gives eternal in eternality and chayus in the avayda of term. So that the mitzvahs that we do should be good deeds and deeds that illuminate that illuminate and through this they are immediately redeemed in the individual geula of each and every one of Bnei Yisrael and then, of course, we are Zeche to a Gemar Chasimatayva Yom Kippur, and from our individual redemption, we should come to the general redemption, the true redemption, the complete redemption, and then we will sing the tenth song, the new song. And here it's not called a shira, it's called a shir, Lashen Zachar, 
which has to do with its being eternal, Geula Nitzchis, She'ein Achareha Golos, an eternal Geula that has no Golos that comes afterwards, and the Shabibim Hera Biyamenu Mamash. It should be speedily in our days, actually Mamash. So one thing for sure that we could take, because we like to get practical as girls, is that anything that happens is part of a larger whole. And the larger whole is good. The larger whole is all about the Geula. It's all Hashem's plan. It's all about this Galos. And anything that happens in the interim that looks like the opposite it's it's just leading to the ultimate goodness. And I guess this is something that, that we can all constantly remind ourselves and take with us because there's definitely plenty of challenges and difficulties and the Abisha should hope that we're ready in the last aliyah, the last segment, in the last part, we should just be able to see the Golo Shlema um, before we open up, I just want to bring to everyone's attention that next week, Monday, is Erev Yom Kippur. Mm-hmm. It's Yom Kippur. Sorry, it's Yom Kippur. And um, we're not going to be learning. Not like this, at least. Um, so I'm hoping that Wednesday will work for most people. Um Hoping, I'm hoping that works for most people. Um, and yeah, during Yemen Tavim, it's a little difficult. Um, Joni, uh, because I'm on my phone, I can't see what you put in the chat. Do you want to unmute yourself and just talk? I wrote, is this not perfect for a person who had a fire in her house? We only, uh, see, would... we only see what we see in the present, but Hashem sees the whole picture, which is always for our good, even if we can't see it. I was thinking this when I learned the sicha, but I didn't want to put words in your mouth. <laughs> it's like right in my face. <laughs> a very big example, like a very, very powerful one. But all, all the time we have little small ones, you know, but this one, this one is a biggie. <laughs> yeah, this is like in your face. <laughs> wow. Wish you a healthy, happy year with no more Amen. troubles. Not Amen. on that, not on that scale, anyway. You know, we all have little Amen. ones. That's okay. Amen. Amen. And a year in which all the brachas that come after a sreifa should be revealed, all the riches and all, in all the different iterations. <sighs> Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Beautiful. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you so much. Oh. Anybody Whoa. want to share anything, please? I was just thinking, you know, we, we say the whole Tillim, we say Tillim, and there's good bits and there's nice bits, and there's, you know, like if you look at the English, but you, you just sit down, you say, I'm saying Tillim now. You don't say, I'm saying this capital or that capital. It's just a general thing. It's the same with Perke Ovis. You do Perke Ovis, you know, it's like a whole. So this is the same, you know, like it was, it's split into, but the whole thing is a song. It's um, yeah. it's very meaningful. All the bits in between, 
don't detract from the fact that it's still a song. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Wishing everybody a bring tonis and a good bench dear. And call to and we should already all be singing the song together. Amen. Amen. If, if we're not already. <laughs> can sing. Can always sing. Smile, sing. Doesn't cost anything. <laughs>